Uh, music, I think it's something that started like just from home. You know, mm. as you know that South Africans, we are a a singing nation. Mm. You know, we skiang in Goma. Skiang in Goma. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. when you know that when we sad we sing, when we happy we sing, when we celebrate weddings we yeah. sing. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, it, it's just something that I grew up around. But uh, from the home, mm. uh, my, my uncles and my aunts mm. were involved in, in choral music. They were mm. uh, involved in clap and tap music. My mm. father's mm. uncle was a jazz pianist. Mm. So. Mm. I don't know if you've heard of the movie Gene Comes to Joburg, uh, that one of the first South African movies, he, my grandfather, who is my father's uncle, my grandmother's brother, mm. he was uh, <clears throat> a pianist in that movie, uh, that one, and uh, a one called Zonk featuring Dolly Ratebe and all these South African wow. legends. That's way back. Mm. So it, it came like from, from the home. Then of course, during the struggle, you know, Ingo Mazum Zabalaz, or mm. you know, listening to those struggle songs, singing them in trains, street corners. Then the church, of course, you know, because the son does. So uh, I went to church, and that's where I actually started even like playing musical instruments, mm, 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 you know, and meeting people who showed me how to play uh, Western electronic uh, keyboard and bass guitar and all that mm, stuff. Mm, mm. So it, it started all there, but from school, from the community, it was just something surrounding me, mm, and mm. I, I just fell in love with it. Mm. And my mentors, they actually uh, gave me like, you know, prop like training uh, to feather my skills as far as harmony, uh, intonation, mm, mm, you know, mm. all those technical things about, mm, about, mm. about music. And, mm. and yeah, um, then I never looked back since then. Wow, man. You, 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 actually, I was listening to your sounds earlier on. It looks like this is this is one of the problems I'm having with music lately, especially from South Africa. And we'll go deeper to what you how did you find your own sound? But now we have a problem that everybody is kind of like taking what's more popular than anything like this. OK, or then creating the music that is based out of originality. OK, <laughs> so. When I say music that is based out of originality, meaning create something new, use your talent to come up with something new, something that can add value to what we are as a culture and as a society, right? Because sometimes people seem to like, okay, if you are doing a certain sound and you're selling certain amount of records, then I'm going to do the same thing. I'm just going to be the copycat. I'm not going to take who I am and what mm. I am and try to produce something new. And then another thing too, knowing for sure that music 
in South Africa, you you know music in South Africa is our thing. Okay, it's something that uh, we 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 can go back to so many artists that have succeeded all over the world by using the sounds of Africa, right? So now yes. it seems like everybody else is trying to go away from that. And I don't know if I'm getting this right or I'm getting this wrong, but listen, I want you to listen to one of the best songs that have ever been made in South Africa. Just just to see that the music like this, we're not getting it. And just talking to you, I'm feeling like we can have a chance to go back to that. Listen to this. <laughs> Uh, you hear that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My brother, you know, do you tell me this is this is and this is timeless, bro. This is timeless. This is something 50 years from now, if I turn it on, the kids are still gonna ask me, what's that, dad? But that's that's why people like me and, and them like I, I don't um, uh, get myself to be swallowed up by pop culture, you know, because pop culture changes every year, every year. Yeah. Something popular comes and over. But when you are authentic and you stick to your roots, you yes, stick to yes, what yes. you know, you yeah, stick yeah. to culture. Mm. That is timeless, you know. Yeah, that's man. why. I get a lot of, I draw a lot of inspiration from Abu uh, Brahu, Abu Abu Miriam Makeba, and those guys who came before us who made a lot of impact, like overseas and everything. They were not into pop culture at all. They were just being themselves and selling who they really are. Yes. And nothing can 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 uh, devalue, you know, who you are. That's why I stick to doing like music that is based on african true stories yes yes which is, yes which is, my, which is my actually the title of my upcoming album uh, it's called boats based on african true stories because it's more about identity more than anything you know so um i choose to do that so that even generations after me it's not gonna be pop culture you know it's yes. gonna be like their true identity who they are and who you are cannot be outdated. yes yes yeah it cannot be outdated that's true my brother it cannot be outdated i like the fact that you said that because it's a very important part of this is that if we make sure that we take what we have what we have actually hold into as our basically our precious diamond and we make that better then nobody else can take uh, take that away from us. But now, anyway, let, 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 let's leave that little bit of a politic of music. I just want to go deeper into what your sound is. So now, as a, a person who's younger, who actually decided to do the music that you're doing, what genre of music are you doing? If you were like, because nowadays everybody talks genre. What's the genre of music and what was your first album? And when did you release your first album and who helped you put it out? Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I would say my genre, even if like as musicians, we don't want to be put into a box, you know, to say, oh, this is my genre. But I would like the, my music, it will fall under Afro, African soul and African jazz. Okay. Mainly, you know, but if ever you had to put me into the Grammy categories, maybe you'll put me under world music or African music you know okay so, okay so yeah the, and and my first album actually was called emma kaya 
um, which was released back home like in 2013. How did it do? Uh, yeah, well, because of I was an indie artist, you know, on the ground. Oh, okay, on the ground. Yeah, always, yeah, yeah. We always sell music, you know, uh, yeah. when we go do shows, you know, and people that know us and all that, because somehow there's like a lot of red tape. And a lot of restriction as far as us accessing the the, the mass distribution of mm, music, mm, being on mm. radio, being on. There's a lot of things like, but if you dwell on the same those things, mm. you'll be motivated, you'll be discouraged. You'll be even. totally discouraged. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So like we just decided, you know yeah, what? Yeah. We'll record our album and we'll push it as we perform in gigs. People that know us, word of mouth, the internet. That's the blessing. You know, we release our music on the internet and. Nobody can block it because you're using your own <laughs> data, you're using your own Wi-Fi and, and, and internet. So we we do that. We push our yeah, music yeah, yeah, to the internet. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's 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 it. But um, <clears throat> my second album is coming up in February next year. Okay. What what are you gonna name that one as? Yeah, the the, the second album is called yeah. Based on African True Stories. And uh, I, oh, okay, I, I hold, hope, hold on one second, uh, Moab. You said the base. What what is the name of the album again? Based on African true stories. Based on African true stories, man. That's a very thoughtful title right there. Uh, what kind yeah. of? How many tunes you have on that album? It's gonna have like eleven tunes. Okay. Uh, who and, who and, are you collaborating with, or is it just uh, you? For the most part, because like I feel like I got a lot of stories to tell. I yeah, write yeah. majority, actually yeah. all the songs, okay. but I collaborated with um, <clears throat> one of the biggest like rappers and hip hop artists. In South Africa, his name is Sia Shezi from South Africa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I, I, I've yeah. heard of Sia Shezi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good friend of mine. Then I'm collaborating with uh, <clears throat> Elias DeFields, one of another independent musician. He's based off of Louisiana, but originally from Detroit. And then I'm collaborating with Jay Kotu, uh, okay. which is like um, yeah, uh, my she's my wife, and she's an awesome singer. Oh, well. nice, nice, nice. So, Keep it family. Keep it family. Yeah, yeah nice. So yeah, but um, the the production is done by produce young producers in South Africa. I was well, going to ask you. I was going to ask you because the, I think that's the biggest part is when you have to touch it up and master and make it, uh, you know, something that can wow everybody's ears. So who was working behind? Who was uh, the producer for it? Yeah, my producer is a young kid. His original, his his main instrument is drums. He's a drummer, but he's a producer. He's an all-round musician. Nice. His name is Fundi Lamini. Mm. Uh, he produces records like for Cabo Mu, JR. Mm. You know, he produces for a lot of people. Then I'm working with another young kid called um, <clears throat> Tato Mudika. Mm. He's also uh, based off in Pretoria, mm. but he's he's an awesome guy. He works like with like, um, you know. RJ Benjamin, like just oh. he's yeah. So those are the cats that I'm uh working with and Eben Nobella, a good friend of mine from Soweto. Mm, mm, mm. He's a guitarist for, for Lira mm. right now and a whole lot of other people in South Africa. But those are the people that I'm really working with closely uh, on this record. Okay. And now yeah. this is this is a very interesting thing about what you all just said right now, right? That is that the most of this people you're talking about you guys are not working in one studio you're all over the place so now for the young person who doesn't know much about the music or for an old person like me who has always thought that everybody come together and make an album so how do you do that like how do you actually get all these people does everybody do their part and send it to you and somebody do their part and send it to you how do you do all of that <laughs> 
Yeah, um, that's interesting because some of these people who've worked on my record, they never met one day in their lives. Oh my God. So, yeah. So Beauty of technology, my brother. Technology, brother. Beauty so of technology. What, what I do is I'll, I'll, I'll build the structure in my studio at my own house. Yeah. And then I'll send it over to my producer and say, hey man, this is what I have. And I'll record everything, my vocals and everything. And then he will produce around what I've played. And I'll say, mm. hey, I need such and such a guitarist. Then I'll mm. send the file to this guitarist all the way in Soweto and say, hey man, I need you to lace vocals, on, I mean, uh, guitars on here from such and number 1.5. Uh, play a solo between Jeez. this time and this time. It's <laughs> 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 not like a movie, man. It's like a fairy yeah. tale. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my yeah. god! So, but so no, but, but but now, quick question for you, though. Quick question on that. So now, if they say you send, um, you want somebody to put like um, some sort of harmony, whatever, in Botswana, uh -huh. okay, and then you don't like the beat. So now, do you send? you try to get somebody else or, or you work on it definitely like if if i don't like like right now i'm caught up in a dilemma i thought i was done with the album uh -huh. and then <laughs> like my i, I made them my producer listen to the last song which was produced by somebody else and we was mixed by somebody and he told me that man we need to bring the song up to the level of the rest of the songs so yeah, we're gonna yeah. have to redo the stuff and then yeah, yeah. he had to start it afresh that's the most expensive song in this record because we had to i had to pay the first person that did it but now we have to redo it and i'm gonna oh, have to pay again man, man, for the redoing. man so, man 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 but so of course just, if, just, if you're not happy you gotta get it right right yeah so so yeah, yeah. so it's worth it's worth the the sacrifice and the yeah, money yeah. and then because like what we spoke about earlier you know quality and yeah. and just for, to make stuff to be timeless you need to give it like your all you know we pray yeah, to yeah. get it right the first time because we're working virtually but when things don't work out according to plan we got yeah. to make another plan you know yeah <laughs> oh man so listen i i know you have a song here that i would like to play um let's put it this way you tell me what you like me to play i would play just one track and i just want to hear what uh I just want to hear what your take on it, okay? Like, oh. kind of give us, put us back to the song and let us know, like, making this song, what was the inspiration behind it? So, I have this one song that I just saw right now. Uh, it's called um, Turn Around. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I just want to play it. Can I play this one or not? Yeah, you can play. Go ahead. Go okay, ahead. I just want to play this one. There's a um, uh, there's a beautiful woman in the picture too. Uh, hopefully, it's not your wife. If it is, but <laughs> I'm just saying it as a friend. She's beautiful. Uh, is that your wife? No, 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 no. In the cover? Yeah, I can. I can actually just you know, if if you want, man. Her name is. I think. Are you looking at the one on YouTube? Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, the thing is, uh, since you sent me the pic, uh, the, the 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 tracks on um on whatsapp and we are talking on whatsapp so i'm not going to be able to get it so let me play this one on youtube can i play this one or no it's called turn around you can play the song bro. okay let, let, let's hear a little bit of this song and then uh uh we'll talk some more after this song i just wanna ladies and gentlemen i just wanna play this song uh for you guys so that you can hear what this gentleman is made out of he's really really good
What a song, bro. <laughs> I like uh, I like the I like the chigeleza part. I was sitting over there. I'm like, dang man, I like the chigeleza part. <laughs> chigeleza. <laughs> uh, it's a good song, though. I love it. I really yeah, love man. it. You, man, you. man, you you are a good artist, though. Man, I love your voice. You know, there's something I'm learning from your voice. Actually, is that um, you can easily be mistaken for. Uh, a pop culture artist because you have that uh you, i mean you have that african voice of course so we can take that away from you god gave it to you uh, but there is this part that is kind of like um i wouldn't say that is auto-tuned but there is this part that gives that extra um what do they call it in classical music or choir music uh, that little extra soprano on it is this just like your singing voice or this is naturally like something that you add to a song i, I don't know sometimes people will say you can condition a voice to a certain sound in order for the song not that that's your normal voice in singing because it sounds really soprano no man uh, uh, uh i'm not a high-pitched like i don't have a very deep voice as you can hear yeah I, ca I can hear voice. that yeah yeah uh, yeah so like that's my so when you sing, it goes upper. It goes even I, I upper. I control. I control it sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's where I can sing like low notes. I can sing mid range, and I can like just uh, pitch very high. So then know? I will assume that in high school, then you did sing in a choir. Definitely. Uh, oh, okay. I 
right. always sing in a choir. Yeah. I always sing in, in a quartet. I don't in know. Quart- yeah, 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 yeah. I know the quartet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Three, three guys in church. Yes, four guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's me. That's how I grew yeah, up. Yeah, all all my life. So, yeah, and I used it. to sing alto. You know. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I, I love your voice, man, brother. It shows that it's very conditioned well, very well, and uh, um, and especially in your singing, it shows, man. I would really love to actually go to a place where you were like you're doing a concert or something like that because I think this this is the kind of stuff that we as Africans really treasure because when people tell us about our music, then we can mention people like yourself. We can must mention the likes of uh, Hugh Masigela. We can mention the likes of Vusima Tlasela. We can even go as far as mentioning the likes of Spongile Kumalo. Because those Definitely. are unique voices, you know. You can put them in any kind of music, but they still give you something. You know what I mean? Think about yeah. the likes of uh, Maslatini, right? Yeah. What, what can you put him to? Like when it, it's, uh, let's say let's study the voices, study the music. And I want you guys to learn. This is a lesson for you today. Learn some music. Let's learn something about Vusi Maslatini. Who can sing that type of a voice? Man, you see, voices like Abu Maslatini because they can only be done like those way, like very unique guys and, and it's yeah. only conceptual. It's yeah, somebody yeah. Who, who, but I mean, there, there's kids back home who do covers of Melodia Lapiche? Oh my goodness. Oh, I miss that. I miss that, my brother. But now, listen, for the state of music culture, um, so we want to go back into that too as I, I, I talk more about your own career. For the sake of music culture, now a lot of kids are getting into this thing of DJ have a, uh, a software system at home, create beats, sell beats, make money that way. Uh, meaning that I was saying to you that. A lot of um, cultures, when you call music culture at home, uh, it, it doesn't really exist like it used to be. Okay, um, mm-hmm. you find there's still a lot of artists who are actually creating a lot of things from scratch, but a lot of people are actually buying beats. Um, instead of trying to actually go as far as trying to get the whole entire sound and create it from scratch so it sound the way they want it they just want to do the easier way get the beat let me put my voices or change whatever i want to change and put it out there now i have an album and now you're talking about 11 songs on your album coming up listen nowadays i've just learned 2019 that if you coming up with like seven songs, that's an album. iTunes no acknowledge anything above three songs as an album, right? So what I'm mm. trying to say is that with the state of the music culture, everything is being released every, every 24 hours, every hour, every whatever. It's all out there and it's clocking the streams. People like you who are co- creating the original sound, do you still find that there is a niche for you? Or do you find that, that you know... I don't, I don't, I don't want to say that you guys are working tirelessly uh, like fools because what you're doing is what you're passionate about. But there's people, of course, who are taking your sample, taking somebody else's sample, put it together over 24 hours and release an album. 
So mm. now, what do you say to those people? And uh, for the sake of the culture of music going forward, especially the African uh, Afrobeats, what do you say about that? Like, do you think that is this the way we're going to, or people like yourself are still going to be in existence in 20 years from now? Man, we, we got to be smart, man. And, and uh, I, I like a lot of martial arts, you know. <laughs> so uh, there's one yeah. thing I've heard from one yeah. of the movies that I was watching. You know, yeah. uh, this, this master told the student that, dude, um, <clears throat> you need to be start be like water. You know, when uh, the enemy, you're, you're fighting your enemy, you, might, you need to be flexible to to whatever they bringing towards you so that you can be able to now confuse them and force them to study you you know so yeah so my thing is that um um we need to to as as people who are called like uh deep musicians or cultural yep, musicians yep, yep, yep. or you know um progressive musicians academics and all of that we need to be able to be flexible to also you know be reachable and accessible to 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 the to the to the cult to the to the pop pop culture and we need to also you know be uh flexible and be able to to participate you know take for instance uprahu as deep of a bebop jazz comment like you know he he, he became commercial in south africa mm. at some point you know and he even was able to be featured by black coffee young artist you know because he he actually he he put aside his ego and his pride of being a musical academic and was able to reach out to young stars and and cross that that gap between young stars and his generation and i feel like even us as deep you know cultural musicians we should be able to 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 reach out to even these guys who are just who just want to do bubble gum you know i think we can add you know uh value to 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 their to what they are doing you know and not shut them out or fight them or oppose them and say, hey, you know why into music is why yeah, 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 yeah. at the end of the day technology you know it it that's the power of technology it made everything me personally i would be spending millions on recording my music quality music but mm. i record that stuff from my house my producers they we're not working in massive you know uh downtown studios or whatever we're doing it in the confines of our mm. homes mm. you know mm. but what the strong element that that makes us produce quality is it's using technology that we have you know to our to our advantage you know so even these guys who are doing samples and whatnot you know we can be able to just learn their tricks what they do and then incorporate it with what we do and, and that is, is is flexibility mm, you know mm, mm. because mm. if you try to be just deep and not be reachable and not be accessible you're gonna suffer at the end because times are changing times are moving you need to adapt and adjust to the times yeah you know? no, I, without, I, I, losing, I, without losing I, your identity yeah yeah same. No, I really, I really appreciate you saying that. But the only thing I just was worried, and this is something I always complain to the DJs about. I always say, you guys will take somebody else's music and take it to the club and spin it and make $20,000. I'm making an example. And then the person that created the music did not get anything out of it. They'll mm -hmm. be like, well... We are actually popularizing the sound, that particular sound. 
I said, no, man. How many people will leave the club and say, I'm buying that album? How many people will do that? You know what I mean? So, and another thing too, when they do play this music, there's nothing in an album that they say, ladies and gentlemen, more good to hey, music. Yeah, it will be like, yeah. it's a song that just put in and sometimes it's dubbed on top of another bit. So it can suit what he's trying to put out there, right? So now yeah. you actually, maybe they use your vocals. So that's the thing I was trying to complain about. I said, listen, I feel like somewhere, somehow, they gotta be some way of controlling these streams and of controlling the revenue because Prince, uh, the artist, um, you know Prince, the artist, right? Yeah, yeah. His ex-manager said this, said when YouTube came out, Prince said this, said, I'm gonna stay every night, night after night. Anybody that is gonna put my song on YouTube, I'm deleting it. You put my song on YouTube, delete. Put wow. my song on YouTube, delete. The reason he was doing that is because he was feeling like, hey, listen, this is my work. I've been cheated. You actually using it to get uh, views on YouTube with my own work? No. So he controlled it like Jay-Z. Look at Jay-Z, even though he owns Tidal. He just started now releasing all of his music to all these streams like uh, iTunes. Before it was only strictly on untitled. He took it off from all these places. What I'm trying to say is that people like yourself who work so hard, pay so much money to actually make the sound from scratch. What are you doing to protect yourself from scavengers like that? Well, man, what we do, man, you need to register your work. Because right now I'm a member of Samro back home. Okay. You know, I'm a member of, what is of, Samro, by the way, uh, if you can tell me? Samro is South African Music Rights uh, organization. Okay. So, so they actually monitor when when uh, your music is being used in any form, be okay. it uh, right. when it's played on radio or <clears throat> or when somebody re-records it. Mm. You know, uh, then they they know Uguti. Oh, okay, Moabi owns this work. You know, mm. I'm a member of Sampra. Uh, performing South African Performance Rights Music mm. Performance Rights Association. Mm. Uh, I'm a member of of Risa, you know. So although to be a member of those organizations and here in the states, uh, I'm a member of of, of BMI, mm. uh, where like my my music and my sound is copyrighted. If you take two seconds of my song, you're gonna have to buy the license, the usage license mm. from me. Like even right now, I was. Uh, being approached to 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 license some of my music for the Lebo Matosa uh, upcoming um, story that they are doing back home, mm. you know, and we have to sign license agreements. You know, whoever that samples my music, they need to credit me for that. And you need you you can't just say, oh, don't do it. You need to be registered with these associations okay. so that by the, whenever you cry foul, then that you you are able to you belong it's registered copyright copyright your stuff you mm, know mm. <laughs> there's many ways to copyright through lawyers you can mail your work to yourself you know there's there's a lot of ways to copyright mm, your mm. stuff so take care of that business first. take care of business make sure that you are you are covered my brother we've been talking almost over an hour and i really enjoyed it the, the conversation now uh you have a, an album coming up when is the album coming up my album is coming out on the 15th of February next year. 
which is Black History Month, mainly nice. here in the States. And um, yeah, it's it's actually a concert that I'm doing a tribute to Mam Miriam Makeva and uh, and Hugh Masekela as well, and and launching that album and just introducing South African culture because there's a lot of African culture here in the States, but us, you know, <laughs> we are South African, our culture. Is is very different. It's very from, different. Yeah, no, absolutely, know. no, absolutely. You know. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'll be I'll be just showcasing some South African music and South African culture uh, here in Scottsdale, Arizona. So it's on the fifteenth of February, twenty uh, twenty, and then from then it will be followed by a national tour. Then a homecoming coming through in Connecticut by any chance, or maybe in New York. Yeah, we, we can we can hook it up, man. New yeah, York, let's I'm talk about it. Let's talk about yeah. it, bro. That would be nice, man. That would be great, man. And uh, then I'm I'm working towards a homecoming uh, concert for International Jazz Day in Soweto. So I want to produce International Jazz Day in co in collaboration with UNESCO, uh, United Nations, and uh, Herbie Hancock, and that like all these jazz greats. But mm. I'll, I'll be spearheading that production mm. in my hometown in Soweto. So uh, that will be in April. Mm. Those are the two major things that I'm looking forward to. But as building up towards that, I'll be just taking bookings and performances mm. here. And yeah. uh, man, brother, I really appreciate you giving us a <laughs> chance to talk to you, man. I know there's a lot of things that we can talk about. But now, like just before we end this and before we finish up this, what will you say that on coming in the coming year with all these things that you're planning to do, what could you say to people that who might want to work with you, uh, who might want to be part of your of your tour? Will you say that um, is it something that is possible for those people? Because I know there's a lot of people who are doing music, especially in my side that I know over here yeah. who knows maybe they may want to have a guest appearance in your sh in your tour have you reached out to any of the diaspora people try to just kind of get people to be part of your tour or basically right now you just want to control it yourself and see how it goes yeah man uh, I'm, I'm very much i'm very much open you know to 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 uh to collaboration and even here i've reached out to some ethiopian guys you know, there's some other uh, Nigerian pop artists that are coming. I'm supposed to be performing with them, but we're just waiting for logistics to be in place. But I'm really open. Like, I'm really reaching out to the people in the diaspora. I've done that before. All the shows I've done in the United States, I've reached out to the communities, especially African community, African American communities mm, that are mm. interested in African culture. I'll get them to open for me. If you can look on my YouTube, you'll see like there's a fully a full-fledged show that I produce, a theater show. I feature dramas and dancers, and all those people are not from. Uh, South Africa, they, some are like just uh, African Americans who I met over here, but we were able to collaborate and make like awesome shows. So I'm mm. very much open, you know, to, to, to set the stage because at the end of the day, it's just not about me making music and selling records, you know, it's about the culture, it's about the heritage, and it's about a nation, mm. you know, the rise of a nation, the rise of an African nation, whether you're from south africa or you were from the united states just mm, mm. lifting us as a people and celebrating us as a people because we've been oppressed and, and and downtrodden for so long but with through our music and our arts and our collaborations we can lift each other up you know and and, and just move each other forward 
just like one of the songs I sent you called uh, Rebatu. You know, mm. we are the people, you know, it's mm. time for us to push each other uh, forward. And, and yeah, that's what I'm all about, man. Oh, man, I really appreciate you, my brother. Thank you so much, man, Moabi. You, you know what, man? It's always good to talk to a brother like you, man, especially from South Africa, knowing exactly that the African diaspora, especially the South African diaspora, that we are so much divided and we are trying to bring everybody together to try to support our very own, like yourself, good music, good quality, working on something that is good for our culture and our existence will be something that our kids can actually even enjoy while we're here in the United States. I want to just say this, if you can, one of these times you're passing through Connecticut, stop by over here and we sit down and have a chat chat over some uh, good chicken wings or, or yeah. and pop and whatever else that we can yeah. get that would make chakalaka. Just stop by, <laughs> man. I'll be really, really happy to have a conversation with you. And what we just talked about today just made me happy. And shout out to Nontlantla um, Kids, who actually was one of the people who commented that she liked uh, our conversation. But anyway, I just want to say to you, my brother, thank you so much. And I'm going to put your music uh, on our stream, the Umbani radio stream. And uh, so we can try to, to, to get as many uh, views over in uh, YouTube or everywhere, wherever that people can access your music. But uh, on that note, man, I just want to say that God bless you, my brother. And I hope everything works out for you down there. Thank you, sir. Okay, we'll be talking. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll, sen I'll, I'll, send, I'll send you the video. Thank you, sir. <laughs> thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for you guys tuning in with me. This is Kuli the Cool Man. Kuli Tlapo, I really appreciate this moment. Talking to a wonderful gentleman, man. You know, sometimes you know, when you talk to your own um, your own African people and they just, they, they're all about that music, man. And they when they actually have like this good music too, makes it better, man. We can talk for days. I can talk to people who talk about good music for days. Uh, you know what uh, on this Sunday I just want to say to everyone that uh, is out there working hard trying to make a living keep working hard people uh, my people keep working hard there's nothing we can do you know we decided to leave home to come over here and work for our families work for our kids and the only thing we could do is just to keep working it's really hard for a lot of people it's really hard for a lot of people but I mean we're gonna have to work you know that's all what it's about. I really appreciate it. Once in a while, I know we pop in and talk to you guys for a little bit. It's just that the scheduling has not been working on our side when it comes to the radio. But on that note, I'm going to be leaving with a really, really good song. Because me, eh, And you guys, you might not like him, but me, Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a good night. Just remember this. Heliga Kuba is where is where Kuba
Ladies and gentlemen, this is Kuli the Cool Man. That was actually Moabi Kotu and uh, what an artist. Uh, based out of uh, Arizona in the United States, is one of our South Africans. A really good musician, actually. I'm going to continue just to give you some few songs so that you can enjoy while I'm talking to you on this Sunday. And thank you for those people who are tuning in and listening and watching over on YouTube. I mean, on uh, Facebook. And uh, you can always uh, download the app, Umbani Radio. Uh, you can get it on uh, Apple products and it's available on Apple products. Also, those guys who are on YouTube, you can actually click the link at the top and listen to the radio directly, maybe if the audio is not that great on YouTube. But anyway, uh, I'm giving you another song right now. Since I played, uh, since I played Islam Lens. So now I got to make sure that I play Umtandeni too. That's just how it works. You can play Islam Lens. Eh? And then I'm Lali Umtandeni. So I'll give you Umtandeni right now. Fushiko Amelisha. Why 